Choir directors are creative, resourceful, dedicated, and sometimes completely out of ideas. Not to worry, the Choir Ninja Podcast is here with solutions you never saw coming. Get ready for some training, wisdom, and inspiration from the masters. Let Ryan Guth guide your journey to becoming a Choir Ninja. Hey there, Choir Nation. This is Ryan Guth with the Choir Ninja Podcast, and I am delighted to have with me today Leslie Olson. We are going to be going over talking about what is it like to be a parent and a choral director, or a wife and a choral director, or a spouse and also a choral director, and what priority those relationships should be, uh, and also sort of the things that we discover when we enter into uh, our, our relationship as a, a wife or husband or mother and also our a choral director and have a lot of kids to be accountable to as well. So um, I'm excited to delve into that with Leslie. But of course, I need to mention our sponsors for today's episode. And stay tuned because... I'm pretty sure it looks like the next episode we're going to have another sponsor with another wonderful deal for Choir Nation. So, but today we have two, and they are mymusicfolders.com and sightreadingfactory.com. So, mymusicfolders.com is your one-stop shop for all things music folders. Uh, They are experts when it comes to um, innovation in the design of music folders. There are never too many pencil holders, little elastic stringy things, uh, and, and so forth. And they are constantly in China with at the factory working out the details of their newest innovations. Uh, this is a company that that gets their hands dirty when they need to. It's John and Robin Rose up in Montana that run the company, and they are just awesome. They offer a discount to Choir Nation members. That's you because you're listening. Uh, if you use the promo code NINJA when you check out or you mention the promo code NINJA when you deal with My Music Folders, then they will give you the highest level bulk discount. So that's the discount associated normally with orders of over 100 pieces, but you can order as many as you want and you'll s- still receive that same low price. So head on over to MyMusicFolders.com, use the promo code NINJA, or just mention the promo code when you order from them. Secondly, SightReadingFactory.com. SightReadingFactory.com is an incredible technological tool for you to use in the choral classroom and for your students to use when they are not with you at home. And it allows you to generate sight singing examples based on specifications that you choose. Things like key, time signature, difficulty level, uh, length, and all sorts of things like that, and voicing. So at sightreadingfactory.com, go ahead and type in the promo code NINJA at checkout and you will get 10 free student accounts for your students to use at home. You can buy as many as you want, but you'll get at least 10 free when you use the promo code NINJA at checkout. All right, Leslie, thank you for joining me for this edition of the Choir Ninja podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, Leslie, um, I appreciate you reaching out um, through the Choir Nation Facebook page when Stevie was looking for a guest to talk about motherhood meets wifehood meets 
choir directorhood. So yes. tell me a little bit about where where you are geographically and what you do there. Yeah, I uh, am in Anchorage, Alaska. I teach with the Anchorage School District, and I am at one of the six high schools here. I teach choir. Um, I have three sections of choir, and then I have one section of something else, and that varies every year. But I've been teaching high school choir, correcting, uh, directing high school choirs for, this is my sixth year here, and then prior to that, I was doing elementary music for about 10 years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. In Anchorage, Alaska. Yes. You, you, you're probably the most ex- exotic uh, guest that we have had uh, on the podcast. That's great. And the location, yeah, probably. So Anchorage is probably bigger than I think it is. Do you know? How, how big is Anchorage, Alaska? My husband says about 300, 350,000 residents. So that's, that makes up sort of the bulk. Is that the bulk of the population of, of yeah. Alaska? The residents in the state live in Anchorage. Yep. Gotcha. And you get your oil check every every uh, year or whatever. Do I do? Yep. So what is what does that yeah. come out to? What is what is that? What is an oil check for re- oh. per resident? So they put a cap on it to where it can't exceed eleven hundred dollars, and that pissed off a lot of people because it has in the past been upwards of two thousand dollars. And that check goes out once a year, and it goes to every resident. So, um, you know, I have a 23-year-old stepdaughter, but then I have three kids living at home with me. So it's those three that come into our checking account, plus mine, plus my husband's. Oh, okay, okay. Now, do yeah. you do you, what do you what do you do with your kids? Do they just put it? Does it go in like the savings account for like yes. college or something? Yep. Well, we tithe, so 10% of that goes. To church. Nice. And after that, uh, go, my kids goes to savings um, for college, and then ours usually goes to pay off debt. Okay, so I got, I got I got an impression. Now that the tithing thing doesn't surprise me because I ha- I got an impression based on um, sort of the the notes I got from you pre episode that you, the, the sort of priority of your relationships is husband and wife first. Yeah. Kids yes. second, students yes. third. So yes. let's let's jump into that. And I'm I'm happy to get you know personal as far as your beliefs and stuff are concerned because I mean as a Christian myself that's not something that uh, you know if I offend somebody for being Christian then so be it that's totally fine. Right. I like I like offending people uh, that uh, like being offended. So so go ahead and, and, and give me sort of your your basis for your sort of philosophy there? You know, I know this probably might resonate with some of your listeners, some of Choir Nation, but I know that this probably does not resonate or register with a lot of listeners in Choir Nation, but priority of relationships in my life, out God number one, but outside of God, um, the first thing is my relationship with my husband. And then after that, it's my relationship with my children. And then after that, it's, my uh, role as a teacher, as a choir director. Sure. Um, and sure, you know, like I make mistakes and sometimes I probably should be paying attention to my husband, but instead I pay more attention to my kids or I should be paying attention to my kids, but I'm too busy working and I, I'm not perfect at it. But that is definitely something that I strive to achieve is keeping that hierarchy of what's important. How is it that you 
keep into focus, uh, you know, the, the priority of your relationships or how do you, how are you constantly working at? Oh, good question. Yep. That, okay. Yeah. So my husband and I go on a date once a week. Um, and so, um, that is something we make time to do, which is kind of crazy because there's times when he's like getting on my nerves and I'm getting on his nerves. And the last thing I want to do is hang out with him one-on-one for a few hours. But then I realize I have to stop and think like, why am I so edgy with him? Why is he getting on my nerves? When was the last time we hung out one-on-one? And then I realized, oh, we're getting on each other's nerves because it's been a long time since we've taken everything out of the picture and just focused on each other and why we got married. And so um, once a week, we'd go on dates. I like almost never do any work on the weekends. Okay. Never do any work on the weekends. And that time is for my kids. Saturday morning is for my kids. Sunday after church, that's my kids. They've got lessons um, and stuff during the week. And so I, I'm not at school late. I, I don't do after school rehearsals that much. Mm-hmm. Um. I put my kids before my students. Um, so it sounds like you have a, a good uh, grip on sort of time blocking. I do. So, yeah. I mean, are, are you that type of personality where you have to sort of time block? I, mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not rigid, you know, like there's definitely some flexibility, but sure. I, but having yeah, having a date and then you know sort of reserving the weekend for the kids yeah. and that's that all sounds to me yeah like you know that's these are sort of your you know t- for lack of a better term sort of religious commitments that you make on a weekly basis. And- I do, but let me tell you though, I I get like I do get jealous, you know, when I see my colleagues in the district having solo and ensemble rehearsals with their kids on the weekends. You know, I follow my colleagues on Instagram and Facebook. You get jealous about that? Yes, because I think I should be doing that with my students. Sure. You know, they have these great programs. And don't get me wrong. I believe that we are doing really awesome things here at Service High School in Anchorage. But we have the smallest choir program in all of Anchorage. Not the poorest not the weakest, and I'm not saying that to throw shade on any other school. That's not what I'm saying because there's a, like all of the choir programs in Anchorage are very fine mm-hmm. um, and exceptional, high quality programs. But I have the smallest, and when I sit back and I think, why? Oh, well, I'm not recruiting a whole bunch. I'm not out there visiting, you know, my theater middle school sure. after school and doing all this stuff. I'm I'm not because that time is for my children and that time is for my husband. So you've you've decided to set some very clear boundaries in your life is what it sounds like and I think that's good. I was just um I my my wife actually has been reading a book uh that I hear is quite good called Which, called Boundaries um oh, when no, it's just called no. There's that's like the second one. I think there's a first one. It's just boundaries: when to say yes, when to say no, to take control of your life. It's Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. So my husband and I are also going through Boundaries in Marriage by Cloud. We're doing that one. That's a good one. Oh, okay, okay, great. Yeah, I mean, is uh, I was sort of skimming it a little bit, and but my wife has been reading it, and uh, it, it seems like I it seems it's gr- great. I know she's already sort of used it. 
used used it in her life for some yeah. other things and it's worked out really really well and you find that i guess people's love for you increases the more you are re- in, you know more you set reasonable boundaries it yeah. helps them to sort of respect respect you uh even more so yep it's hard to love your doormat you know so so okay, so so you're going through that book. Well, we'll have to add it. We'll add a link in your show notes uh, to those books, uh, so that Choir Nation knows where to find them. So that's, that'll be choir.ninja forward slash one six two for episode one sixty two, or you can type in Leslie, L E S L I in uh, at choir.ninja in the search bar, and you'll find you'll find the links there. But so so you. So you've done clearly some study on this. Are have you? Did you read the first book or, or no? I did not. Okay. I did not. No. But what about like okay? So other things like um, you do the date with your husband. Are there other yep. sort of intentional things that you do throughout the week or? Yeah. So uh, my husband and I uh, started a small group at our church, um, and the <laughs> it's so funny because the the name of our small group is. Supper, Scripture, and Seahawks. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. They're Seahawks fans. But it's kind of crazy because uh, the Seahawks really has nothing to do with the focus of our group. The focus of our group is to get with kids, I mean, excuse me, to get with people that are in the same walk of life that we are. So it's a gospel so, community? Yes. Although okay. we don't go to the Bible. Um, no, no, it doesn't have to be Bible centric, but this is our, my church is pitching this stuff right now. Like they call them gospel communities. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm an evangelical free church. So this is like a, apparently it's like a thing that's. Yeah. So churches call them small groups. Or okay. Life groups. Life groups. Yeah. Groups. Yes. That's what this is. So we meet um, once a week and, and we've been doing it for two and a half years now. We've been meeting with the same group of people and there's four families that get together all of us are dual working uh, couples, and all of us have kids that are around the same age. Okay. And we were very intentional on in seeking out people to join our group um, because, man, being a working mom with kids that are in diapers and that are waking up in the middle of the night, I mean, that is freaking tough. I mean, even if you're not working and you're a full time stay at home mom, that life is tough. You are in the trenches. And so I wanted, my husband and I wanted to be around other Christians who um, were in the trenches with us. But more importantly, we wanted to be intentional with getting our kids to be socializing and making friendships with other kids who are from Christian homes. That was important to us. Yeah. So that's great. So the kids play together and... Yes. And so when the kids were in diapers, we um, hired sitters we would pay a sitter once a week to just we just said just make sure they don't kill each other like you don't have to change a diaper mm-hmm. you come and get us but we want to be able to have at least 45 minutes of uninterrupted conversation um and just let them make a mess whatever put on a movie i don't care but yeah so i'm what i'm hearing is sort of the importance of just really carving out yeah time it's like yeah okay and so there was um there's a lady at my church who is also a high school choir director in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, And I was intentional in seeking her out because our kids are the same age. Mm -hmm. And her and I do the exact same thing. Um, And so we talk to each other every week, uh, you know, and we give each other the support we need. And, hey, did you see so-and-so's post? And 
what they're doing and how we're not doing that. That's okay. That's okay. That's not our season right now. We were constantly giving each other support. That's good. For a shout out, Rebecca Nelson. I love you. Good job, Rebecca Nelson. <laughs> Is she in the Choir Nation Facebook group? Um, I don't know. She should be. Let's get her in there. Let's get her in there. Well, because that's—I mean—that's the whole point. That's kind of why we started the Facebook group is—is—is is, is to be able to have people to say "add a boy, add a girl," you know, when yeah. that's, when that's, talk people off the ledge when necessary, you know, about um, tr- troubles that they're having in their life and stuff. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think I think having that similar type of s- group of similar people that are in similar situations who life for sure because I would. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you're not married to you're not married to your career. So like, it's so funny. Like, wh- this is a choir show, right? It's a career focused show, but not once have we yet, in the you know 15 minutes we've been talking, spoken about the importance of your career, right? Because because yeah. that's and that's fine because everything because it all once you establish the boundaries, you know how much time you have to carve out for for the, for your work stuff, and you'll just get things done. There's like a what is it, wasn't there like a study or there's something where like apparently like if you people really only do like two to three hours of like of like focused work a day you know so if the work day was shorter people would probably still get the same amount done if they knew they had right, only right. this much time right so when you carve out the time for everything else that's really important in your life you'll just you'll just be more hyper focused on getting things done when you when when the time is allocated for you to get those things done it seems yeah. like so yeah. have you seen any like have you seen sort of diminished returns in your career because of this or no no um my choir program has grown you know um i took over this program 6 years ago and it was Point six. It wasn't a full time position, mm-hmm. and that was actually what um, was really um, why I wanted this job. I had just had uh, my daughter. My daughter was one, and I was pregnant with my son. And I was done with full time work. I wanted to go part time. Um, so I went full time. I went from full time to part time here. Um, and at that time, I was teaching two choir classes and one non choir class. And now I'm teaching three choir classes and one non-choir class. And I was asked if I would like to go full-time, but I don't want to go full-time because the high school here starts at 7.30. The elementary school starts at 9. And I like having my mornings off. I like getting my kids to school. I like getting them ready. Um, So if I were to go full-time, then I would have to put my kids in before school care. And I don't want to do that. Sure. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's the, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. But um, when the before school and after school care children that, that at, the, at the middle school where I taught in New Jersey, um, you know, they would sort of be marched around, uh, you know, they sometimes they'd be in the cafeteria. Sometimes they'd be in somebody's classroom. They sort of always kind of marched around, and I, I'd be, you know, I'd be having play rehearsal or something, and 
you know, and then, you know, we, I, I used to call them the chorus of the unloved, you know, would come, would come through, you know, getting their afternoon snack out of the cafeteria and then right. they would saunter back to the classroom. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure there's plenty of choir nation members that I just completely insulted because, no, no. but like, but like, I always just felt so bad for those kids because of course their parents are hardworking and this and that. But I'm like, there are some kids that are there until like eight o'clock at night. Because mom and dad are high-powered attorneys in New York or something like that. And they just work crazy hours. So they're from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. You know, it's just like, it kills me. It kills me. So I can understand the sentiment of not wanting to put your kids in a program, you know, before yeah. school. Ugh, yeah. A chorus of the unloved. <laughs> I just want to walk in like, do you hear the people sing? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so So let's talk about sort of setting up expectations for yourself uh, when you prioritize your your husband and your family first? You know, what are the expectations that you have for your program based on that? And what have, are there sort of realizations that you've had to come to um, as this is, this is what it is? And, you know, go, go into that with me. Okay. Um, well, this is what it is. You know, I tell my students, you know, I say, I'm going to give you everything I got during the school day. And I expect for you to give everything you can during the school day because uh, I have to leave. So the school day here ends at 2. Mm-hmm. Um, the elementary school ends at 3.30. So, I mean, I can stay if I need to rehearse with my students till 3 o'clock. But then I need to leave and I got to go pick up my kid. Right. Uh, so my students know that there's not a lot of a lot of after school rehearsal. Well, I my time is definitely limited. And so they know that when they come to class, well my freshmen still don't know that, but my other my upperclassmen do. They know that when they come to class, they are giving everything they have because I am giving everything I have because hmm. not much left of me after school. And there's definitely not anything on the weekends, you know? So so are you as I guess are you as kind to your students about their sort of outside of school expectations as, as you feel about it yourself, you know, meaning, okay, you know, you need to, you need to practice at home or, or is it, no, we're going to get done. We need to get done within the school day. Like, how does that work for you as far as outside of school expectations? I don't expect this is going to make me sound really, really bad. No, I think go for it. I don't make practice tracks. I am in the process of currently making practice tracks um, to send home with my students so that they can listen to them, but mm-hmm. I, it hasn't gone out to them yet. True. But it's not my normal thing. You know, that's not, I know that other high school directors put their practice tracks online and available for their kids and expect for them to do that, but I don't. You know, these kids are, a lot of these kids are busy in sports and. Mm-hmm urch and other things and you go do you and we're going to get as much time and make the most of choir the 52 minutes i have you during the day that's where it's all going to happen sure so do you meet do you meet every day yeah you do oh that's great wow not at this school but there's other schools high schools in the district that have block scheduling every high school is different sure yeah i taught in a block last year and i'm like i don't want to see you for an hour and 45 minutes you know it's (laughs) crazy but um yeah, I, I like that 52 minutes a day kind of yeah. 
There's only so much choir you can do at one point if you're a high school student. Like it's right. attention spans are just not there. You know, you could be fun and engaging, but fun and engaging for an hour and 45 minutes is a little much uh, yeah. for me. But yeah, and no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I, I like it. So, so you sort of set up the expectation that this I'm going to give I'm going to give you my all. And in return, you give me yours and I'm not going to expect craziness from you outside of school. So yeah, I like that. I like that. Great. Well, what else do you want to add? Is there anything that you would be remiss if you didn't mention on the podcast? Um, I would just would like to tell choir nation to continue doing you. I would like to encourage choir nation to find, um, to find out what your priority is are, and if they need to be realigned, I encourage you to realign them. Um, and to, I just want to encourage Choir Nation to make time for what's pro- what's your priority. If mm-hmm. that even makes sense. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, and I can't, I just cannot stress enough how good it is to surround yourself with people that are in the same walk of life as you. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, maybe find somebody older than you to mentor you and find somebody who's younger than you or new to the profession or not even in the profession yet um, and mentor them. Be, give to people and not just your students. Give, but also be willing to receive, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, great, Leslie. Yeah. That's wonderful. I appreciate that. I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage Choir Nation to do all the same things, and um, you know, just remember that that you know you have a positive place in Choir Nation if you're part of our group on Facebook. That's a positive place for you to hang out. You may even find some like-minded people there. I would I would encourage somebody to post and say, "Hey, I'm." You know, I'm in my early 30s. I'm newly married. You know, I have, a, I have, you know, a, a, a daughter on the way or something like that. You know, who else is in a similar stage of life? And maybe you'll find a virtual buddy. Oh, that's a great idea. You know, that's that you, yeah. I think that would be wonderful because, because Choir Nation um, is such a supportive group of people. And I know that if somebody has the courage to post that there, they're going to find, they're going to find somebody. There's, 2,500 people uh, that are active users in that group all the time. So, um, so jump in there and do it. Uh, if you, like I said, if you want the show notes for this episode, go to choir.ninja forward slash 162. That's ninja forward slash 162. And you can get the links for things that we spoke about. If you want to connect with Leslie, she's there in the group as well. Uh, so just tag her and, uh, uh, you can ask her any questions you want. That's okay with you, right, Leslie? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it. Thank you. You know, thank you for giving us permission today to put the right things first. You know, being yeah. a choir director is great, but uh, I'm pretty sure when you're sitting on your deathbed, you're never going to look back and say, "Man, I really wish I had rehearsed on Saturdays for Allstate." I know. You know, it's just so tough in this being in this job, you know, we put ourselves out there. We put our kids out there. We want our kids to do good, but doing like being the, doing so good, um, requires a lot of time. But for me, I, it's just like realigning, like we're not going to be the best. We're going to be better today than what we were yesterday. Right. Like, what? That's okay. 
That's okay. Not being the best in the district, not being the best at state, not having the most kids in all state, not getting a one five years in a row in sight reading and performance and all the, no, are you better today as a director than where you were yesterday? Sure. Are your kids better today than where they were yesterday? That's where we have to focus. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Cool. Thank you for the last word, Leslie. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Quiet Ninja Show. Bung, bung.